We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings Wyndham Championship, Final Bets, the one and done, and of course, the DraftKings breakdown for all of you out there. Sub to the channel. Do that. Okay, now that you've done that, smash the like. Now go play in the Listener's League. The link is down in the description for the Wyndham Championship, just over half full as of this recording, probably close to like 75, 80% full by the time you actually see this show. So let's fill that up and maybe we'll do another one next week for Memphis. But I do have the NFL Week 1 DraftKings Listener's League, 5,000 people in it, $75,000 of rake-free guaranteed money. You should go reserve your spot now because by the time week one comes around, there's going to be zero spots remaining in that listeners league. So, I mean, you might have to tie up your 45 bucks for three weeks, but ensures that you have the spot in the best tournament on DraftKings. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo to easily generate your lineups, do your research, check out the simulations, all of that. Go do it right now. Get the annual today with the 20% off good savings, better than the monthly or the weekly in terms of overall savings. And you'll be good through you know the end of the regular season next year. Only seems simple. Ben Raza stepping in for Tambo this week from stochastic.com at jazzrazdfs. Sir, how has your DraftKings year been going? So it was it was pretty standard bad. Then I had the Grio week, 
which helped not just in the betting markets, but I had one really good week, which is pretty typical for me because I don't play cash. And that sustained me. So as much as it hasn't been really where I've done serious damage, I'm actually pretty content with it. The biggest problem, the majors, not good. Not good in the biggest, biggest tournaments of the year. And you always get, I mean, I, I can only speak for myself on this, whether it's betting card, whether it's DraftKings. I just always get sucked into playing more money than I usually do. Oh, yeah. You have to, because it's just, there's so many tournaments. Uh, I also, yeah, I mean, we're not going to go, no one cares about my year, but yeah, the satellites, I did not have a good satellite year, uh, but the majors, they they got me, and, and the open was no different. That was not useful in any capacity. You weren't all in on Brian Herman? No, I did have a little, but that, that doesn't do anything uh i don't even remember it's been i don't know who i needed but whoever they were did not do what i needed them to do well for me it's been basically the same year that i always have like disaster except for the sony open the honda classic heritage colonial basically and hopefully wyndham continues to pay huge dividends for me i won the listeners league last year at the wyndham championship if it's a a shortish course with not great players that's kind of my wheelhouse yeah, the Wyndham's been good to me as well over the years. I My best week was the week where Sam Ryder almost won. I don't remember what tournament that was. Tory Pines. Yeah, and he made he made birdie from like a graveyard. Um, oh, no, it, Valero. He came in third. That was that was it. Uh, yeah, that's the highlight. Sam Sam Ryder making birdie from a graveyard. Great. Yeah, it was the opposite for him at Torrey Pines where he was winning and then they like interviewed his mom on the 14th hole and then he was just shit the rest of the way. And the yeah, homo one, which was actually a great week. Oh, yeah, that was the homo. Yeah, this is now I've clicked in. Yes, this is the Sam Stevens week at Valero where that guy was like 10 Eagles uh, on Sunday, which was unfortunate. But yeah, it's been a year, but it's you know what? The Wyndham, like you said, it only takes one real bigs to change the whole narrative. Absolutely. And they did it for me this year. I don't expect to win the listeners league again, but hey, maybe I will. Who knows? So my final, I actually know who's going to win this tournament. I haven't narrowed down to three people that are guaranteed to win. One of these guys is guaranteed to win the tournament because I've been betting them for a while now and I'm not betting them this week. So either Smalley, Glover, or now I can't even remember the other guy, whoever the hell it was. But one of those two is probably going to win. Oh, no, it's Adam Shank. Adam Shank, Lucas Glover, and Alex Smalley. One of those three guys is going to win because I did not bet on. That that checks out, particularly with Smalley, considering he's I bet him a ton this year. He's he's probably down to like four to one at this point. Wherever his number was was he was like thirty to one when I saw it, uh, and I just wasn't on board with that. So I could see it. I'll, I'll throw uh, Jaeger into that mix. I bet him for three months straight. He's not on my card this week. Little freaked out by that. Jaeger is forty to one. Alex Molly's thirty-five to one right now. What, what are we doing? I, Where's the JT? same? Like yeah, JT. Okay, we'll get to the JT discussion in a minute. But you're not like I got a boost on a website of JT up to fifty to one, and I was like, nah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's, it's not good. Uh, I got, I, maybe it's because it's the last tournament. I put all my goblins on the card this week. Like I have every Bez and Norin, they're all on the card. I don't care. One last 
fight for for the team. I I didn't even put Higo and Gim on my card this week, so I suppose they're probably live for a win this week too. I mean, the, the very clear winner, like even the Fantasy National Simulator, kind of agrees. Like Denny McCarthy kind of should be the favorite this week based on the way that he's played. Him and like JT posted. Yeah, it's quite a world. Uh, I I get it. I mean, we've seen it. It's just like you've got. I know a lot of people who like Henley this week, and I, I get it. I just I'm not sure I can do that at like 20. No, I remember when he won Shell. It was kind of the same way. Like everyone had been betting Henley, and these. I mean, this is the perfect course for him. He plays well here every year. When you go look at where he's won, it's all like the quote unquote comp courses to this course. But I'm the same way. Like I think he won Shell at 22 to one. He's 20 to one this week. I mean, he's a great time, one and done if you're in the lead. Yeah, he's a great one and done if you're in the lead box. Everybody out. I know we're talking before the show, but Lin Time, just for reference, he's 55 to one right now. That's crazy. That's abs- that is actually insane. He'll probably win. Yeah, it's not like we dislike Lin Time at all, no. but it, it's kind of funny to see him in the range of. I don't know, like Chris Kirk, who's, you know, one on tour this year. And Gary Woodland is longer odds than him. And Eric Cole, who I do like this week, but did also did not bet. Anyway, here's who I did bet. I bet okay. C, C, woo, Kim, 35 to one. Cam Davis, 45 to one. Although I saw 50s hanging on him out there as well, but I bet it at 45. So now that's what I'm stuck with. Pendrith at 75, Spenson at 80. Sir at 80 and Ben Griffin at 80 to one. Those were the six. And then I just, you know, because I like throwing money away. I got four more. Norin with an yeah. each way to five places at 90. Streelman at 90 with five places. Crazy Carl on 200 to one with 10 places. And Zach Blair, 300 to one with 10 places. I took Siwoo in the one and done. Jeff took Smalley and Cust, who was currently leading the one and done in our three man, took Russell Henley, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. I have, you could cross a couple of your guys off because uh, we overlap. I definitely have some. Norin is gone. Pendrith is gone. Uh, who else did you say? You say Cam Davis? Yeah, oh yeah, Cam Davis is on there. He's gone. Benny on for me. I like him. Not saying this guy is going to win, but it is last event. I bet just a sliver on Cam Percy at 400 to one. Uh yeah. He was talking shit that he's better than Nikolai Hogan. He's going to back it up. Put him on the, even though he's not eligible for the Ryder Cup team, make an exception. Put him on. Lone Aussie. Now that they've the European team is at a severe disadvantage based on some of the players that they lost and just the overall skill, although I think they're going to be very competitive at this Ryder Cup based on the location. They just always are in Europe. They should be able to draft like two internationals to their team. Like, how about if you're in a Commonwealth country, they can also take you. So what 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 constitutes that like well i mean there's the well i mean former british colonies like canada is still under the commonwealth australia is under the commonwealth india you can take sharma and lahiri and i don't know about lahiri is he, is he still even like eligible to play on live no i don't him and barn rat are just like in another another tour that's not accredited at this point i think <laughs> they just get they don't even get paid to show up they're just no, like they have to pay um <laughs> yeah i mean there should be something i know it in with presence but like what do you think would happen if the, it was us versus the world 
the world team would have to be, I don't say a big favorite, but it'd be very fair. Just the like right now, Europe's getting hammered on the back end of their team. So yeah. the back end of the team, Decky. Let's just say you take like your your stud, like Justin Rose would have a very hard time making that team. And he's like one of the stalwarts right now. Like he's one of the locks on the European side. So you'd have like Hideki, Cam Smith, Hideki, Cam Smith, Sungjae. Sungjae would be on there. Siwoo could be on it. Rio. What's that? Rio. Yeah, I mean, Grio was probably would have played himself onto the team by now. There's got to be yeah, something. Right. I mean, I would take Thirsty Lawrence as my South African, but that's me. But you'd still have like Louis and Grace who could potentially still be on that team. Neiman, Mito. Like it's that's a lot better. Listen, as, as good as Aberg might be and you know, Seb Straka, those guys are way better. Yeah. No, you'd ha- you definitely have options. Uh, answer. Yeah. Answer. Is he terrible now? Like, what's his deal? Ah, I played him at the open. He was did fine. He, did he make the cut? Yeah. No, good for him. Yeah, he did. He did nothing, but he made the cut. Yeah, you could finally have my my dream Presidents Cup duo of Abe Answer and Corey Connors, who are the same player. Yeah, there you go. It's that they should have that. Uh, I don't know when because there's too many tournaments, but U.S. versus the world. Yeah. I think there's just there's so much history with the Ryder Cup they would just never go for it like the European no. versus the USA. Yeah, that we'll see. Maybe maybe, maybe with the Saudis they they'll do it for us and uh, restructure soon enough. They'll put in their all Saudi team and it'll be like here is Saudi and Arabian native Tiger Woods on the team. <laughs> just pay all the best players the to change their passport. <laughs> I was just sweating like. You don't even want to know, but like FIBA under 18 and I'm watching these teams. It's like Syria. And it's just like, I don't think that guy is Syrian. I, I'm not going to lie, but uh, yeah, there's some shenanigans going on. So, so like the, uh, the world baseball classic where the Italian team is just guys, Americans of Italian descent. They don't even need to have a passport. Just like, yeah, yeah. my, my great grandfather, my last name ends with I. So I'm on the team. They used to do that in the, in the little league. It would be like, Team Saudi Arabia, and it's just all the guys, kids who work on like the oil companies. It's just like an American team of people who live in Saudi Arabia. That that happens at the Hockey World Cup too. Like Team Germany is just a bunch of Canadians. Yeah. Yep. One and done for the week. Tambo and I's team are is not doing well. Just throwing that out there. We need like four wins to. Well, even if we got four wins, we'd probably win at that point. But in order to get back into the money, we probably need a win somewhere. So we have Henley, which is probably a terrible pick in our position, right? Like he's going to be very popular this week in one and done. We have to catch up. That kind of crosses him off the board for us. Yeah, you want to fully leverage at that point. And not only, of course, you want the winner, but you want a winner that is lower owned. Uh, What about like... What about like a Hadwin? Oh, we probably have Hadwin. Here's what we don't have. We don't have Sungjae, Siwoo, Hideki, Burns, Denny, JT Poston, Shane Lowry, Justin Thomas. So we can have Adam Scott, Stephen Yaga, Aaron Rye, Alex Smalley. Aaron Rye is another one you can put on that eligible to win list this week because I'm not betting mm-hmm. him and I have been all year. Hadwin, Bo Hostler, Chris Kirk, Taylor Moore. I think Taylor Moore is actually a good play here. So I'm going to take Taylor Moore. Taylor Moore... Is he, is he in the tournament? Did, did he oh, wow. 41. I just didn't 
Didn't see that name. Taylor Moore quietly wins like 35% of the events on tour. Uh, so the last time he played well was, was at the Donald Ross course in Detroit and came fourth. He had an 11th at the Heritage. He won the Valspar. Those are real Wyndham championship type courses. Yeah, I mean, he just, he kind of just does his thing and, he, you know, he struggled like at the majors and stuff. It wasn't good, but who cares? That has nothing to do with uh, kind of what we're talking about. Okay, I can I can see and, that. And I don't think anyone's going to use it. No, definitely not going to be used. Um, oh. Not that people don't have them available, but there's just other people. I think that will be. Goes all right. Fire up, Taylor Moore. If, if it's game. not, if, if we think that Henley's going to be the most owned, is Cam Davis probably going to be number two, or is this where people use Lowry or Scott because you might not be able to get them next week, or just burn Sungjae because Sungjae plays great at this tournament. Yeah, I was saying, I, I wonder how many people have Sunjay available. Um, I, I can effort that for you if you'd like. I would assume like, if you have them available, it's going to be a good amount. One fifth of the people left in the race for the Mayo Cup at fantasygolfchampionships.com has Sungjae remaining in the one and done. So, yeah, that 20%, I'd bet 65, 70% of them use Sunjay. That makes sense. Let's move. To DraftKings. Let's try to win some money. Help me win money, right. Ben. I hear you. Do we just play all Asian dudes? Yes. Okay, so let's build that lineup and okay. see how much... I mean, that's the that's basically the lineup that I won with last year. It was like Sungjae, Tom Kim, John Huh, and I forget the others. Like I think it was Brandon Wu was in that lineup. Is Satoshi here? Kadira? Your boy? Uh, it doesn't seem like he is, no. Okay. He may have finally lost his tour card. So where do you think that people are going to start this week? So, I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I think there'll be, not that there isn't usually, but north of 10 seems like the more common build than than mega balance. Like, I don't think people are going to say, oh, let me start with Scott. Like, they're going to say, let me start with Henley. Let me go get Decky or Sanjay. I wouldn't even be surprised if people start with two north of 10. I don't think so either, but when I take a look at the ownership, like the projected ownership right now, it's a lot of Henley, it's a lot of Denny. So I think you see Henley-Denny starts. And that kind of doesn't cripple you, but Denny's $8,700. So it would be hard to get another high-priced guy in that lineup when you kind of go down and like you know, Eric Cole, Doug Give, Brennan Todd, Adam Shank, Lucas Glover, Ben Griffin, all guys getting some love this week. Maybe that's yeah, the lineup. That Maybe that lineup works. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're going to that Henley McCarthy and then four landing with no one in the sixes will be really common because you can do that. If you go Henley and McCarthy, you have like 7,800 left. You can take one in the eights and three in the sevens and be just fine. So if you go Henley, Denny, Griffin, Smalley for, I mean, Smalley's going to be uber popular this week. You have $7,900 left per player. So looking at it, you can kind of go. Can you go? You could go Aaron Ride, Doug Gim, I think. Let's see if that works. 500, Aaron. Doug Gim. You could definitely, yeah, that'll zero out. You could do that for so sure. You could, you could do that. So that that leaves you with no money remaining. Or you could do something like, how popular do you think Cam Davis is going to be? I was surprised not to see to see his odds actually balloon more than shrink. Cause it seems like everyone I've talked to is betting Cam Davis. 
Yeah, I mean, he's in a not a dead. He's right next to Denny. That helps. There's no doubt about it. Um, he'll, he'll have some ownership. But I don't think he's going to be overly popular. You could go like Eric, your boy, Eric Cole and Taylor Moore or Hadwin. I kind of like that. Yeah, I, I actually do like that lineup. If you're going to make it this way, I just if I'm trying to build like the chalk lineup of like if we can try to guess the most duped lineup. I think it's right around here somewhere. Like, what if we, instead of for the last two, what if we throw Siwoo? And Siwoo seems to be garnering a lot of love. What does that leave you with? We throw him in 6,800. Is there anyone, is there anyone in the sixes that you've seen that just seems to be like the play this week that everyone's going to? Not really. Um, like, yeah, no, I'm looking like Novak, Sig. Dylan. I think where most people. I think it's like Dylan Wu, Justin Lower. Like I'm playing a ton of Carl Wan at 64 and Zach Blair at 65. I think that's, I'll just make my stand on those two guys and go through. What about Custy Pete, Peter Cust? He makes the cut every week, doesn't he? He certainly seems to. Um, I wonder if people will play Lin Time. I mean, people will play Lin Time, but it'll be like Baroff who will play Lin Time. And like, I'll probably end up playing a bit of Lin Time as well, but. I mean, if I barely know who you are and I cover golf for a living, I when we get into these bigger tournaments, like is anyone going to click that name? No. Like I'm just trying to think. There, yeah. There's a chance more people play David Lingmurth. That guy. He's played well at every comp course, by the way. Maybe I'll just play Sneds. Well, I mean, there's three guys that we can think about like that, right? You have Billy Ho, Webb Simpson, and Snedeker. All great course history at the Wyndham and appear to be completely out of sorts. Although Billy Ho kind of got it back a little bit last week. That feels like, you know, a, a setup for him shooting plus eight this week or something. He definitely showed life. Um, you know, he made 20 birdies and an eagle or something. Uh, yeah, 19 birdies and an eagle. That's... He's just a little... He's in a range of with more real players. You've got Hubbard there. You've got English... Eric Cole is right there. I'm trying to find the last man in. Like, if you land in the sevens, it's if not you land, that. Yeah. If you land in the sevens, I think it's pretty easy to get through. Because if you're in the sevens, like the low sevens, let's say, who can you play? You could play Hadley if you wanted to. I think uh, SH Kim could be pretty good here. I li actually like Stuart Sink a bit. You know, he skipped the senior British Open last week to go play the 3M to try to get into the playoffs? This guy, he, he could have had the... Uh, he's actually playing pretty good. I know. And that hmm. doesn't include... Where is it? Damn, at the KitchenAid Senior PGA, his first senior start, he came third, then he was seventh, then he was 23rd at the Open. He made the cut last week. And this is his kind of jam. Fair, fairways and greens with Stuart Sink. It's definitely his jam. I looked at Chad Ramey. He's in that range. Yeah, I can never get him right. Just like I can never get Lee Hodges right, apparently. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I that wasn't on the on the bingo card last week. Like Kevin Yu, I would expect to be relatively popular. Like I said, Chesson Hadley's down there, and like they're less expensive than Lind Time is. You know that Andrew Putnam's like forty fourth in the FedEx Cup standings. Maybe he'll win it. He was. How, how is that possible? Did he win this year? No, he was fifth at Memorial. He was fourth at the Sony Open. 
He was second at the Zozo and 12th at the Shriners. Good enough. Is that all it takes? Apparently so. He makes the cut basically every week, but it's like T45. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. But this range yeah. of like Norin, Sir, Wu, Hardy, Gim, like you can pick and choose between those guys if they're your last man in. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, Brendan Todd, you have a lot of options there. It's just you're probably... The, the the swing guy is if you want Denny McCarthy to be your third man in it's and tough. you have that's that's a lot trickier. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Let's go. Henley, Denny, Poston, who will be popular. Ben Griffin at 72. You still have basically 74 remaining for your final two spots. Like that's pretty doable because you have like even Kucher and Shank like Shank's going to be popular with Chuck him in. Now we're at 73. Oh, Norin is there. So is there. We'll throw in Norrin. So now you have Henley, Griffin, McCarthy, Poston, Shank, Norrin. Yeah, you just miss Smalley. That's the trade-off. Yeah, but you get to upgrade to Poston, which, yep. I mean, with his form and him being a winner here, I would expect him to be more popular. It's not his home course like it is with Smalley, though. Yeah, it's... How many people do you think will go... I don't think this will be that popular because people don't do this, but what about starting going Siwoo Denny 
like that. And then you can do whatever you want. You can have Smalley, Poston. You can go Poston, Siwoo, and Denny together, and you have plenty of money. You do, but like, do you like that lineup? No. Yeah. That's just a little too much. Like, you're leaving off like a lot of what I would say expected win equity between Sungjae, Hideki, Henley, Burns, Scott, Lowry, even throw out Aberg, uh, unless it's he, his his rounds on Friday count for all of his <laughs> rounds, then he'll be fine. Uh, but yeah. other than that, like that's well, in terms of the betting odds and the handle coming in, that's like forty percent of the win equity in this tournament between those guys. We're just not playing. Yes, that's why I think it's just a little too thin. Um, now you could get a freak winner, and but even so, like they're gonna suck up placement points. It's so sick though, because I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't do that, but then I slide JT in, and I'm like, oh, oh, this <laughs> is kind of interesting. Yeah. Let's see. What's the best I can do here? Just Kim. Is Zach Blair from Korea by chance? Because that would really help me out. Mm. Unconfirmed. Unconfirmed rumors about uh, yeah. his nationality. Yeah. So who's at seventy-eight? Uh, we have no one to put there. Who would be the next closest one? I guess we can upgrade SH Kim. Let me try to figure this out in real time. Doug Gim, and we have 7,500. Now, I'm pretty sure Mark Hubbard is American. Brandon also unconfirmed. So we can go Hideki, Siwoo, Ben Ann, Gim, Sa, Brandon Wu. It's a pretty good lineup. Yeah, those are talented dudes. I really do like, I mean, I get in trouble with them all the time, but Benny on. This is a nice spot for him. He almost won this tournament. I remember remember it very vividly. Playing I can't go. Well, I don't remember it vividly enough to remember who won. It was either the post in year or that year Snedeker shot 59 in the opening round. I think it, it wasn't the Snedeker year, but I don't. I year that was also, Because that was also the year, I think. The post in year, I believe, was the year that yeah. CT Pan hit it out of bounds. So... Poston year is the Benny on year. But okay. that's not the CT Pan year. No, the CT Pan year was the Snedeker year. Yes. That, that was sense. I was in Vegas for that. That was a scene and a half. Did you ever think you would see JT Poston $100 more than Justin Thomas? No. Nope. Can't say. Uh, I also never thought that I would see Alex Smalley and JT's betting odds in the same range. So. Crazily enough, people are looking at these two, and I don't disagree with them. I think it's probably the right play. But my projected ownership on Poston is 15 to 18% right now, and Justin Thomas is 3 to 5. Do we, do we have to play him in lineups? Or do you say, fuck it? Like, you're, you're, just, a... you're, you're just wasting yeah. your money. Yeah, I think both of those things are true. Uh, <laughs> that's, not, that's not a prerequisite for me. That's fine. Um, if you're building out lineups, I, you know, and you have a portfolio... I still believe, but I believe that the 3M, I I assume you don't think he's going to make the Ryder Cup team unless he like actually wins, right? Well, it's going to be tough for him because he has to get into the playoffs first because then it's nearly impossible for him to make the team because he has no events to actually go out and play because he's out of the playoffs. I do think that there'll be more benefit of the doubt given to him versus, I mean, Jeff and I argued about this on Monday, but... I mean, Finau is not playing well right now. So if it no. came down to Thomas and Finau, they would take Justin Thomas. Yeah, I agree with that. 
And then you have like Cam Young had two good tournaments, but he's a lock on the team now. This is going to be, there's just, they should just kick out Wyndham Clark. Um, well, I mean, Wyndham Clark might be their best player. Yeah, I know. He really might be at this point. It's just, this is just a wild. What do you think the chances are that Finau and JT don't make it? Like both, like a parlay the not not to make the miss, team. miss, miss, miss. What are the odds on that? I mean, five to one. I think so it's far more likely. I, I think it's far more likely right now that you know one of those guys almost for sure isn't making the team unless they win in the playoffs or JT no, JT wins this week. He's on the team kind of thing. So there's always. But if we were picking the team right now. I would say that Thomas has a better chance than Finau does. And I would say that both of them are probably on the outside looking in because, you know, like, on merit alone, Sam Burns deserves to be in over them. Yeah. I mean, it seems like there's a better chance that they both miss than both make it. I don't see how they both make it. Yes, I would say yes, you're correct. Both miss versus both make it. But I do think that one of them ends up on the team. I agree. And I think it's probably Justin Thomas. And I would, what if Justin Thomas is picked for this team as a captain's pick, I am betting him to have the most points of any of Because <laughs> that's just yeah. how it works. I could see that. Maybe he likes the, the Rome course, but God, so, it's fascinating. Uh, up top, what's your preferred start? Like, I, I don't know what to do with Henry. 10-2 is expensive. I don't really care about the price as, as it pertains to DraftKings. But I'm just thinking that I want a lot of Sam Burns this week. And I don't think that a lot of people are on that wavelength, which instantly leads me to him. But this is the kind of spot where he can play great. Yeah, he can get crazy hot, uh, particularly on these greens. I have the same mindset. I'm slightly flipped in the sense, I think Sunjay and Henley are going to be the more obvious targets. And I have a little more interest in Decky or Burns. Uh, just pretty, pretty traditional build of just like i want one of them and then i want someone from the the denny to post and range and then i'll just figure it out so based on the ownership projections that i'm seeing it's going to be henley by a bunch post him by a bunch and then like hideki at like 14 sungjay at 12 burns at 10 adam scott at eight lowry at nine aberg at four like if Aberg's going to be four, I would rather play Aberg than Justin Thomas if that's what their ownership percentages are going to be. I would too. Uh, but that doesn't make me feel good. No. So like Burns, Aberg, Siwoo starts. Throw in Zach Blair and do what you want. Burns, Aberg, Siwoo. Yeah, I mean, if you find a mid six, you could do whatever you want. Yeah, let's throw in Blair. Like, I, I actually, I mean, why? What, what's the case against Zach Blair this week? Besides the fact that it's Zach Blair. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Are there forced carries? Can he reach? But apparently, this tournament, him and Aaron Badley should be duking it out. Marty Dew is down here. Yeah, so is Crazy Carl. I think Crazy Carl is the guy that you want. He's sixty four hundred. So we'll throw him into a lineup. Crazy Carl, Sungjae. Burns, Aberg. Then we're back down to 65. Like if you really wanted to go quote unquote stars with a lot of scrubs, and then you can put in Zach Blair if you want at 65. Now you're back up to 7K even 
And you can go Kevin Yu is a pretty popular play. I like Hadley, I think, the best of these guys. So Sungjae, Burns, Aberg, Juan, Blair, Hadley. Is that too aggressive? Say say one more time. Sungjae, Burns, Aberg. Oh, okay. Sungjae. I mean, we could change that to Hideki and we can bump up Hadley to one. Let's try that. Let's go with Hideki as a start. Hideki, Burns, Aberg, Carl, Juan, Zach, Blair, or whatever 63 to 66 guys that you like. Those are the two that I like, so I'll throw them into this lineup. And then we can get up to 72, which gives me Ben Griffin if I want him, or Nick Hardy, or Doug Gim, or superstar Andrew Putnam. I don't mind those lineups. I want the slightly different. What do you think about starting Burns and going Burns, Aberg, Siwoo, Denny McCarthy, and then Juan and Blair? You're speaking my language with this. I like that. The double 6K punt, and then you get four. So you have a, I love lineups like this. You have a $2,200 gap in the middle. You have a guy at 65, and then your next guy is 87. Oh, I can't make it work. I thought I was going to be able to swap up and take Cam Davis instead of Danny, but I don't think it works. Yeah, it works. Oh, no, it works. There we go. There's the lineup. Give me the million bucks. No million for this week. Uh, Burns, they might make an exception with this lineup. Yeah, like if I can win a tournament with it, if I can win a tournament of more than a thousand people with this lineup that I'm entering, I feel like we should get a bonus million dollars. I agree with that. I, I actually like this lineup. These are all guys that I'm playing this week. I bet on two of, I bet on four of them, so I, <laughs> I like their chances, which is you know always something to look out for. I I don't hate this sort of build. No, I I like builds like this a lot because you're getting. A lot of times with builds, it's like, oh, I'm just going to take some some random dude that I don't like. Like here you have six guys that you like. It's just the permutation that leverages it, just the way it looks, because people who punt with Zach Blair are super unlikely to punt in the same range again and then have four north of like 85. Yeah. So how, what's Cam Davis? Cam Davis is 88. Eight. Yep. And Carol Juan is 64. So let's say people use Zach Blair. So what's that average out to? 88 and 64 is what? One. Uh, you can see how good I am at math. 76. 76. Yeah. So it's 1520 divided by two. So yeah. Yeah. I think that more people would be, instead of going Davis, Carl, Juan with those two spots, that they'd be far more likely to do something like Hendrith Svensson, which I, I like both those guys too, but I think that's commonly what you would see. Yeah. Or like a smally. Hadley. Yeah. Yeah. So, something along those lines. And I mean, that's probably a better lineup, although not if Cam yeah, Davis wins. That's right. Like it's, you know, again, tournament centric, you, you have more win equity. You have four legit d- dudes that are inside what? 40 to one. Yeah. What if we just take, what, what if we take Aberg out of this and we still, we still start with Burns. And we get get Siwoo and Davis. Now we have $7,400 left. I just think starting with Burns is going to be a very atypical start that you can build. I mean, obviously you lose the win equity of someone like Aberg, but you can upgrade from Juan and Blair in this situation. So you're at 74. I mean, fuck, we can just, I think this actually works itself out. I actually like this lineup a lot. Pendrith, Svensson, 7,200 bucks. You can add Ben Griffin, all guys, or Norin. I think I actually prefer Norin in that spot. Or Gim. 
Uh, Norn's too much. Norn's a hundred bucks too much. So let's go. Let's say Ben Griffin. Yeah. It's spelled Griffin, not Gruffin. That's why that wasn't working. So Burns, Siwoo, Davis, Hendrith, Svensson, Ben Griffin. Totally different. Like your your floor is not in the overall lineup, but like you have your weakest link is what? Like Ben Griffin? You have no true punts. And you've got three guys in the mid-range now, but you have a, a more balanced split. You have three top, three mid, which I, I like lineups like this a lot too. I like to attack certain ranges together like that. What range do you think you're most likely to avoid this week? The upper sevens. So Rod, I'm playing Rogers, but I'm not playing Woodland, Norman, Spawn. I'm iffy on Cole. Haven't decided on that yet. Not playing Batia, although I probably should because he rules. Billy Ho, English, Dietrich. All those guys are off for me. Pretty much the same. I just don't have a lot of interest in that range. I also want to get exposure to Hostler and Benny on, and I need those spots. Are so. you surprised? Are you surprised that Hostler is like coming in at three percent? I am. I think people are just like perpetually used to him at sixty seven hundred, so they're just like, I, I, I can't play him at eight three. How but would you, you feel? How would you feel about not playing Denny? Not playing Denny? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Like, if you had to full fade one of Henley, Poston, or Denny, which one would it be? Henley. Really? Yeah. It's hard not to play Henley. It is. It definitely is. I just think when you get up there, you just have other dudes. Like, Burns and Decky and those guys can really... Like, it's not that you can't... You don't have pivots, but... I don't know, like, I I prefer making the stand higher if it's all the same. Okay, I'm not going to play Smalley. I'm going to take him out of my pool. I'll take Henley out of my pool. And then I guess it really doesn't matter after that who yeah. I keep in and keep out. You just can't play them all together. That's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't think you need to make, like, crazy... If you want to play some of those guys, that's fine. You just need to either leave a couple hundred bucks or just find a weird build. I mean, that, that that's the move on Fantasy National, by the way. If you're like generating lineups, just set your max salary to 49900 instead of 50 k and it saves you a lot of time. But I just, I don't know, like, to think about it. Like, I like to do full fades of people. I don't like playing you know, of, the, of the top end guys, of like the, the five top end guys. It's not like I'm going to be, yeah, I'll play like 25% of all of them and be on my way, I'd rather go 50% Hideki, 50% Burns, I don't know, 30% Aberg and 30% Shane Lowry and be on my way and play more guys down below a little bit and mix and match in a week like this. But I think like, I can't figure out what to do with Sungjae. I'm going to play Hideki. I'm going to play Burns. I've now decided I'm leaving Russell Henley off. Okay, make it easy. Am I better off playing a combination of Scott and Sungjae or just moving all of those percentage of my lineups up to Sungjae? Scott and Sungjae versus who? Scott, sorry, Scott and Lowry. Okay. Versus Sungjae. I would probably roll them up, personally. You'd roll it up to Sungjae? I would. Just because I think you can get away with, there are guys, legitimate guys in the sixes. So, like, if I'm, you know, if I'm playing 
say Scott, and it's, oh, I'm going to land in Ben Griffin. Okay, well, I can find someone in the mid sixes and, and bump up to Sanjay and get more exposure to him. I'll just play Trevor Cohn uh, and hey, add I, to my... I, I bet on Trevor Cohn last week. Did he win? No, he did not win. No, but he's he's a guy. I think he would expand my all-time player pool, which I'm always looking to do. I don't think I've ever played him. That's interesting. I Let's go through the sixes for a second. So I, I want to talk about guys that you just haven't had. One question before that. Has Tower Duncan been doing anything because this is his like rotation of course where he should be good? I love, I mean, I don't think he's been doing anything. I love T Dunks. T Dunks uh, well, Dunks was 20th last week. T Dunks has got a resurgence off the T. Okay. Let's okay. Let's throw him into the pool. <laughs> oh yeah. Tiddly Dunks is going in. Now I can't find him. So maybe he's not going. Oh, no, there 68. He is. And CT Pan had that like hot start when he came back. And I think he's, he made the cut last week at the 3M. Good for him. Horrible on the weekend. But he's someone who's been, you know, he's won the Heritage. He's come second place here. It kind of lines up. I wonder if there's, the Heritage being an elevated event is not instructive to this year's Wyndham like I would want it to be. Yes. Changes the dynamic completely. Don't like that at all. But so in the 6,000s, guys that you have or have not used this year, I assume we both use Dylan Wu. Yes. I've used Taron, Analipsky, Sam Bennett, SH Kim, Davis Thompson, Cam Champ, Matt Wallace, Justin Lower. I've never used Peter Cust. I never Neither have. have I. Doc Redman has been off the card all year. I played him. I, played I don't know what event, but I can tell you this. It did not work. Positive. It didn't work. I played Sig and Novak. I don't know if I played Neesmith this year. And oh, he was like a Neesmith. he was a favorite for a while, but I just can't do it with him. I don't think I played Harry Hall. Harry All? That's an interesting one. Well, how much is he? 67? He's 67. Harry he can Hall. roll it. Yeah, he can roll it when he gets going. Yeah, seven and seven point seven. It's it's interesting when you can lose strokes ball striking and come in third place in a tournament. Yeah, that's hard to do. But uh, well, that was like I I did take a little peek at Peter Malnati, and it was just like, well, he's drawing to like fifteen strokes gained putting to compete. But what about Carson Young, who I believe missed the cut last week? Yeah, he's missed two cuts in a row now. He, but he Definitely he putted, he putted like absolute shit last week. But his ball striking numbers were actually quite good. Back to not quite as good as they were when he went on his like little mini. I'm 6400 and I make the cut every week run. But it was the first time he had lost strokes putting in ten events. Yeah, I mean besides the deer, like he's been fine. I mean the U.S. Open's U.S. Open, but other than that, even the miscut last week, like he didn't play terrible. badly you see his, he, he looks like a guy who just surfs for a living and decided to play golf maybe he does he he kind of even looks like he's missing a tooth on one side and that he hasn't washed his hair in 10 years that's good it's it adds to the mystique maybe. um how old do you think aaron badly is 37 42 he looks good for 42 he does he's on the the brendan grace plan Reverse so then you have like your boy, you have your boy Troy Merritt. He's around yeah. here. Hey, I, Russell, I, you're gonna say you Russell play Knox, Knox this year? 
I don't think I have played Knox this year. <laughs> I think I'm gonna play straight. I, I think I'm gonna play Trevor Cohn. Like throw him like I I feel like I'm drawing very thin if I'm only using Carl Juan and Zach Blair. If I'm gonna do these like double six K guys or jam into six K guy, that maybe I need to expand the pool down there a little bit. And I'm I I I played Cone last week. He didn't turn out to do anything, but he was like T9 after two rounds. I got one. If you're looking for another slappy down here. Hit me. What about Kramer Hickok? Was he the first round leader last week? He was smoking hot with the irons. And he's been playing a little better. And I kind of think this is a... It's got, you know, Houston Bermuda... I could see yeah. that as a as a one percenter. He's sixty four hundred bucks. Like, yeah. sure. Like, what what is the difference legitimately between I don't know, David Lipsky who's sixty nine and Kramer Hickok who's sixty four? Yeah, there is no difference. So, decent savings down there. Lingmurth is actually kind of interesting. I think so. He made the cut at the Open. He was third at the Scottish Open. It was like terrible before that. He was sixth at the players. He was 10th at Honda. He was 10th at the RSM last fall as well. Like the courses where you would want guys to be playing well, he actually has played well. If he wins, does he get on the Ryder Cup team? Interesting. Yes. Throw him on. Beautiful. It's funny to make some cases for these guys. Like, yeah, we talk about Aberg that he's probably like, he's on that fringe of being on, like he has to show us something of anything and then he's like automatically on the team because people think that he's going to be awesome in the same way that they thought that victor was going to be awesome so why not throw a talent like that on the team lingworth would have to win like three times to get on (laughs) what about norin i think norin's more in that zone and i bet you you'll see him go play like the czech masters and the omega masters where i don't know if you're going to see aberg do that i i think that i are there places where you can bet who's going to make the Ryder cup team I I don't have them here, but you might. Let's see. Betting odds. Ryder. Like, yeah, I, I get that I can bet on the Ryder Cup. Thanks, Google, for fucking nothing. God, uh, that would be so... I'll, I'll, I'll effort that, but I, I do think that he has a sneaky shot of making the team. If he does, like, he's starting to play a little bit better. I would love for Schwab to just win. Schwab would have to win the whole FedEx Cup, and he still might not make it. Has Schwab ever won? But, but he did we, come in the WGC before they, they they literally disbanded WGCs after he came in like the top five. They were just like, we can't do this for men anymore. <laughs> need, to get, need to launch this into the sun. Yeah, Schwab. Let's see. Did he ever win? No, he lost in a playoff at the Turkish Airlines. Obviously. Oh man, there are. I, I just opened up this uh, the specials page. The, the like just things you can bet on. Uh, any player to win five points at the Ryder Cup, all five points is plus 850 right now. Bryson to win the World Long Drive competition, three and a half to one. This is actually an interesting bet. Rasmus and Nikolai Hoygaard to both make the European Ryder Cup team, eight to one. Yeah, I mean, Rasmus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Again, it's all coming back. The Open. That's what happened. That was one of the many mistakes. Rasmus was just like 13 over. Uh, he's still, he's another one though. Like he's got all the talent. I think they want him to make the team. 
Yeah, because like, who are we thinking the the, the first two like after the eight? Is it Moronk and Straka are probably just on the team? That's yeah. And then the Hoygards. Like that makes sense. David. Wow. Oh, isn't this the guy that Sky always bets on? David Mitchelusi to win a PGA tour event this year, 200 to one, which I think he's like 600 to one every week. John Mayer is in this field. Sweet. The singer. What what happened to remember that like it, I mean it was basically you out there with the visor. What the fuck was that guy's name? Hot fire Dylon Meyer. What happened to that guy? Oh yeah. He uh Nick Hardy Shang sunned him and they just oh. became one person. That makes a lot of sense. He did look like you though, but with a visor. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. He was smart. I miss Hands that guy. So Let's kind of run through our favorites here. So right now at the top of like above $9,000, I have Sungjae, Hideki, and Burns. Those three going to be in the lineups. So no Henley, no Scott, no Lowry. Aberg, Poston. Should I play Justin Thomas or JT Post? I guess is my question to you. I mean, if you were playing one, I would just say post him but i i don't think it's bad to roll one share literally it could be one like one post and share to jt i'll keep that in mind because i'm because <laughs> i am playing siwoo not yeah. playing jagger am playing cam davis and then i mean i'm not playing keith mitchell but he withdrew no denny Mark. no aaron rye no smalley no hadwin which means i'm playing p raj hostler ben ann taylor moore and cam davis from that range. And then I, I think that like I'm avoiding the upper sevens. Then we just kind of talk through the guys. Like obviously the guys I bet on, I like. I like Pendles. Yes. I like Svensson, Streelman, Norin, and Sir, Ben Griffin. Like I think that's where I'm going in the bottom sevens. And then like I'll play a bit of Stuart Sink. I'll have to, you know, you gave the shout out to Lindheim. So I'll throw him into the pool. But that's where I'm really collecting a lot of guys is that lower from 75 down to 7,000 where I'm just going to scattershot that region with a bunch of jabronis I like. And it's like, based on the names that I've said, if I'm going to play 150 lineups or even 75 lineups, I feel like I've made enough stands at the top where I'm not playing everyone, but I have enough of the guys that I like. So, yeah, I mean, you can do that, particularly in the low sevens, because you can get like an average of, you know, 2.5 per line. You're going to be able to overlap. It's not the same up in the nines. So you could have lineups with three or four of them, no problem. And that, that helps to build the portfolio pretty quickly. So sub seven K I got Tyler Duncan, 6,800 SH Kim, 6,900. Nice. Zach Blair and uh, David Cohn, former Cy Young, 6,500 a piece, throw them in. You sold me on Hickok. So I'll play Hickok and I'll go with crazy Carl Juan, both at 6,400. Now I'll, when, when I use the lineup generator at fantasy national, dot com slash mayo for 20% off. I'll probably build like a hundred lineups with that full player pool. And then I'll probably build 50 lineups and take out all the six K guys. Yeah. I mean, you can, I, I like doing that too, uh, where you kind of build twice different scenarios and then you combine them to just get like a, a little different feel with your pool. I'm pretty sure I've never played MJ Defu. Oh, MJ Duffy? I've 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 played my share of I played him when he was winning the US Open at one point. I think he came like 80th. Yeah, he he 
they cut him after the cut. They were just like, please go away. Stop. He, um, he, hit, he hit one into a hospitality tent and had to play it out of there. I remember that just like it was yesterday. He's made five straight cuts. That's all I'm saying. And I think he was decent at the Barracuda as well. Put him on the team. So let's see. I'll do I'll do a hundred with the full player pool, forty with like none of the six K guys, and I'll probably generate ten of like the all Asian lineup. Does Batia count as like subcontinent of like heritage? Can I include him? Yeah, we'll make an exception. Sure. Excellent. That's excellent news. All right. So Martin Laird for the Ryder Cup. Fuck, I forgot he's Scottish. That's him a and Knox that I think, as a pairing? Wouldn't if, even you be had fair. To, if you had to wager on guys that you're still playing that you were playing in 2014, like he has to be the guy, right? Yeah, he's very high on the list. Uh, I would say Nick Watney, but I don't play Nick Watney anymore. He's in the tournament, though. Is he really? Yeah. I, I'd say Streelman's probably on that list, and I think he has always been $7,300. Yeah, I never I never play him, but he's been he's been there. Obviously, the glove. Yeah. Chuck Hoffman. Yeah. Charles Howell, even though he's not on the tour, he's. Oh, I was going to look up Goya. You ever play Goya? Because I have. I think I play him sometimes by accident because of Grio. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, we'll just. Another another Argentinian, why not? Hey, he's made 11 of his last 14 cuts. Goya. I've played Tyson Alexander. Yeah, I play. He had like a really high finish in Houston this year. I was like, oh, this guy must be pretty good. I think that every <laughs> time I've played him, he's been 80-80 every day. Yeah, it's, <laughs> there's certain guys like that. Um, Man, poor Fratelli, 6,100 bucks. South Africa in general, him and EVR are... EVR at every week now, I'm like, holy shit, he made the cut. I can't believe it. And then I look back and he just didn't make it. Like the line moves four strokes or he triples the last hole. He's missed. What is this? Nine of his past 10 cuts. It's insane. How is he still in these tournaments? I, I don't. Like. Two years ago, in the playoffs, he had back-to-back top tens and made the tour championship. You'll see. He'll just like be. He'll be at East Lake this <laughs> year, just as a as a marker. But I don't know. Do you have any live thoughts this week? Is Peter Uline playing? Probably isn't he like one of the best players on Live? Just one of the best players. Period. American Ryder Cup team. Peter Uline. They they should use him. Um, I, I was going to say Neiman, but I didn't realize he was 16 to 1. God, is he that short? Yeah. What I mean, about I bet him here at 40 when he, won, when he won at this event on the PGA Tour. Yeah, those were simpler times. I didn't bet this yet, but the guys that I, I had thought of when I was doing a little live research was Munoz and Sergio. Uh, but... Answer is, 40, like, answer is 45 to one. He's the same odds as Lahiri. Yeah, I should bet that. I'm going to bet that. Actually. Yeah, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to bet I'm that, too. that. That just seems like the wrong number. Yeah. Additionally, he hasn't been bad. 
your boy, Peter Uline, same odds as Henrik Stenson, Charles Hal, and Thomas Peters, and Brendan Grace. And Laurie Cantor. I thought you were going to say Laurie Kane. Ooh. She was a famous Canadian women's golfer. Oh, I didn't know that. I like looking at the bottom of these things. Martin Keimer's 300 to 1. Yeah, he's not, not going to be on the Ryder Cup team. Yeah, probably not. You, you, but hey, he wins out of nowhere, right? He's like Jediah Morgan. Yeah, Jediah Morgan. Bubba's 80 to 1. Danny Lee was like king of live when he first went over. Now he's 65 to 1. And so all these guys have teams? Yes. And what happens to the guys that get, like, rejected? They just, like I Andy Ogletree. Remember him? Yeah, he's probably, like, you get relegated to the Asian tour. That's probably where Barnrat is. Yeah, you're playing with my boy, Poom. Shake, shake, shake the room. Remember that guy? Yeah. You remember when jazz was a thing? I know he still pops up in the majors and shoots like legitimately 85. But didn't he finish top 10 at the British Open one year? Jazz finished like third at at somewhere and it was disturbing. Let's see, he was 14th at the PGA Championship in 2019. He's one of the Tai D. Remember that guy, the old Thai golfer? You're going to say, Dong Chai is on the senior tour. Yeah, I used to play that guy. See, he he wanted to jazz one in 2000, 2019, quite a year. He won the Singapore Open over Paul Casey. Of course, over Paul Casey. Where's, where's RCB? That's a good question. Remember You're, him? He, it, he was on like, Rafa Cabrera Bayo for European Ryder Cup team? I'd do it. Put him and God, Doran if I back together. The team. He is currently, he was once 16th in the world golf rankings. He is currently 283rd. His best finish was a T5 at the Thailand Classic this year. Okay. He also had a decent run at the Raz Al Khamenei Championship. The Raz Al Ghul Open. Yeah, the Raz Al Ghul okay. Open. You have to go, you have to go into that pit and have to climb yourself out. I would be for that. All right. So I think we're pretty good on the golf front. Do you see we're down to the final four in the sitcom bracket? I did see that. And I'm not overly surprised. What what we talked about is kind of happening. It is like the two, the two that we said would meet in the finals are, I mean, it, there's still like a week's worth of voting left to do. It's at the PME on X going to give it to you. Uh, it's my pin. I'm just going to call it Twitter. It's on Twitter where it's I have the Twitter. voting open right now. Uh, and it's a runaway. The office is pumbling South Park and Seinfeld is pumbling Kirk. Yeah. So Seinfeld versus the office. What do you think is going to win? Seinfeld. I think Se- I, I people love the office, man. I get it. It's good, but it's, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I think the office is going to win. Wow. That would be, that would be surprising to me. Because I, I mean, it, it's hard to really wrap my mind around, but no one I know hates The Office. There's a lot of people that are like, eh, ambivalent about The Office, but they don't dislike it. They find it funny. Where there are people I know that don't like Seinfeld. Now, oh, Seinfeld yeah. is more of people's favorite show than I think that The Office is, but there's a lot of people that actively dislike Seinfeld. 
Yeah, I agree with that. It's like the I don't know anything about like voting, but like you know how some places have the voting where it's like rank them. So you can we have we have some of that in Canada, not where I'm at, but they have instead of first past the post and you get your plurality because yeah, we have a ton of parties up here. Um you have the first past the post, but there are like uh, what, the, what are they called? Not proportional ballots. Maybe they are proportional ballots, whatever they are. But you can, yeah, you can vote for like three candidates from the same party if you wanted to for the three seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, like Seinfeld would have a lot of like dead last votes and a lot of first place votes. And the office I feel like would never have, like no one, I, I don't know many people that are just like, oh, I can't stand the office. But I know a lot of people that hate Seinfeld. I was surprised South Park beat the Simpsons. Yeah, I'm I'm not qualified to talk about either of them. Yeah, I suppose you just hate cartoons. I know. At Jazzrez, DFS, college football coming soon. It really is. Yeah, uh, over on Stochastic and Odd Chopper, obviously you're going to be seeing plenty of me. Golf will be there just like you. It's going to be a, a, a balance. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for college football content, we are getting started a couple weeks till kickoff. I can't wait. Any like anything that I need to be writing down right now, like some future to bet. So for the for the real good sweat, you really should take a little money and bet over on UMass's win total. Uh, Your alma mater. Yeah, I think it's you'll probably still be able to find one and a half. Um, They play a couple of made up schools, so it could be a real battle. They haven't won a road game in three years, but I think there is a slight chance that they could get one this year. Who is the best football player who went to UMass? Victor Cruz. Oh, Salsa. Yeah. And then he hosted season one of Champs versus Stars on the Challenge. I didn't know that. Marcel Ship went there. Remember that guy? Nope. No. He was on the Cardinals. But yeah, of real teams, I think Penn State is going to be really good. If you like, I don't know if they'll be able to get past Ohio State and Michigan, but they're going to be a tough out this year. Okay. Anything else? Oppenheimer, Barbie? I haven't seen them yet. It, I was going to ask if you've seen them. Haven't seen either. I want to see that. I want to see the Leo movie. Flower Moons or whatever it's oh, the called. Scorsese, the Scorsese movie? I, I actually have been avoiding the trailer for it. I don't really want to know what it's about. It's, it looks... It looks like Daniel Plainview Ooh. is like in the town over. Whenever that was, it's like the same time period. Like turn of the century i think there will be blood went from 1896 to 1927 no past 1927 because at the end when eli is talking to daniel in his mansion in the bowling alley he was very shocked that the lord did not warn him about the financial crisis that everyone was going to go through yeah it seems like it's in that range post-civil war before world war one maybe okay I could yeah. be completely wrong, and it's in like 1600, but but it's not. I don't know what's going on. There's that, and uh, I am very excited. The one I actually did get excited for, I really like Dune, and so I'm kind of pumped for Dune too. I don't know anything about Dune. That's with Timoth- Timothy Shamalama. Yeah, with, with Chalamet's and Daya. I mean, if people want a real viewing experience, go up, go back and watch Dune from like 1983 that David Lynch directed. It's fucking insane. I might do that. I can. It's, I'm gonna it, put that on the list. It, it has not aged well. What's Dune's like? There's space creatures. 
No, they're all like they're all humans, basically, like different types of humans. And it's in like the super, super far future. Oh, and like they're all I mean, it's it's kind of like Game of Thrones in a weird way where everyone's like, you know, the, the Jon Snow's family and the, the Starks in the north and like this family from the west. But instead of that, like they all have their own planets. Is it like Starship Troopers in any way? I wish. I mean, maybe I'll just yeah. go back and watch Starship Troopers. Would you like that to know more? Be, that would be recommended. I haven't watched that in a while. I will watch some Starship Troopers. You should. Denise Richards was such a babe in 1997. Yeah, when she had her... She, she did Starship one of the... Troopers, then Wild Things. It was like... Wild Things. And then she's uh, she was in James Bond. Yeah, she was a nuclear physicist. Something Christmas. Yep. Yeah. The world is Got not f- enough. I think that was yeah, that the one? guy. The guy who gets stronger every day. He can feel no pain. Yeah. Robert Carlyle from the full Monty because he had like a piece of glass in his head. And somehow that was like super advantageous for him. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Um, yeah. That guy was. Uh, he was doing all sorts of things. Plutonium. Guy was a character. Yeah. A lot, lot of oniums. Everything he was involved in. Yeah, bad, bad dude. All right, man. Thanks for hopping on. We'll have to, the plan right now, I'm trying to coordinate everyone, that we're going to do an NFL win totals draft with me, Tim, Cam, Jeff, Rob, and I was hoping you. Yeah, man, absolutely. So we just draft teams and whoever has the most wins at the end wins. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, I want to talk to Tim because like I said, he. the only thing I remember from our March, March Madness show he took a shot at Tony Bennett and Tony Bennett is dead. Yes. I feel like I won money, like the top five paid in that free bracket that we had. And there was 3000 people in it. And I came inside the top five. So you must've got something right. Cause I just listened to yeah, you. It was, it was, it was good. Furman, the paladins, baby. That's all we needed. Yeah. That, 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 that was just huge. I, how, how many, did your notifications blow up when they won that game? Oh yeah. Which was, was which was great. Cause like, I actually uh, smashed that. It's better than when I get like on a week where I'm like, yeah, I don't really like Grio. And then he's like doing things and I'm getting notifications just like, hey, congratulations. It's just like, I don't, this doesn't help me whatsoever. Like, um, the, like the last two Siwoo victories that I didn't have money on and people are like, Mayo, Siwoo. Yeah. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> this makes yeah. it worse. Way worse. Uh, but yeah, Furman, they never let us down. All right. Yeah, again, at JazzRazDFS on Twitter. You can follow me at ZPME or the PME or just the PME. Each of those just you know transfer back to me. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo. Listeners link down in the description. And RunTheSims.com is completely free right now to make your season-long projections if you want to bet some season prop totals on players in the NFL. It's a perfect tool to go do that. Or if you just want to generate some rankings for your home fantasy football league or your high stakes fantasy football league, Run the Sims has got you covered on that. I'll be back tomorrow with Chris Meany concluding our ranking summit. We've already done running backs. That's out already. We got wide receivers coming at you tomorrow. So please be there for that. And sneakily enough, I have a special show on Friday for the 1% of you who love MTV's The Challenge as we are previewing Challenge USA Season 2. It's going to be a time, all right? I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. 
a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.